And welcome back to Conspiracies, Snacks, and Tinfoil Hats. My name is Connor Kenworthy. And my name is Avalon Gubernick. And this week, we are going to do none other than discuss the case of Gabby Petito. Ooh. I mean, I'm acting surprised, but I already know that. Yeah, you already knew that. So grab your snacks and your tinfoil hats, and we will be with you after the intro music. That was really good. So before we get into this super sad case, how was your week? My week was really good. It was really busy. I would go to work every day and then I had plans every day after work. Which yeah, you were sounds fun. Popular. Which it was fun, but like I'm also exhausted. And I won't be doing that this week. Your life is so hard being so popular. I'm so popular. I went to a club last night. And it was a Star Wars themed night. It was so fun. But there was so many weird people there. And there was like no one there. Like it was very empty. And I'm pretty sure everyone there was on ecstasy. Because like they were all tripping hard and like eyes rolling in the back of their heads. Like that sounds like a party. It was. I'm jealous. But it was like a bunch of like older people. Like, oh, that's even worse. Like, we were, like, the youngest there. But it was still fun, because, like, it's fun wherever we go, but. Of course. Friends. Yeah. My week was good. How was your week? My week was good. How was school? Um, it's school. I hate Fair. it. Fair. Where? Yeah. It's not, it's like nothing's been like really bad. I did, um, I've been helping my brother roof and then it's like every evening I've been over at their house after he gets off work to help. We're now just shingling his roof. But, um, so Tuesday I like tried to get all caught up and I did all my homework and then I did all the homework for Wednesday and it was whatever. So then I was like, great. I don't even have to look at like schoolwork on Wednesday. So then whatever Wednesday happened, Thursday happened. I double-checked Thursday. I did, like, one assignment Thursday night. Friday I got on to go take, like, an anatomy quiz or test, like, midterm. And I get on, and I can't find the midterm anywhere. And it was actually on Wednesday. (gasps) No. So (laughs) I had to email my professor and be like, I am so sorry. (laughs) Please, I... I knew it was this week. I just thought it was Friday. And of course, because I checked it Tuesday and I thought I did everything on Wednesday and then checked Thursday, like it didn't pop up in my like next thing to do because it had already passed. And so, but the professor opened it and I got a B on it. So, yay. Um, Oh, wait, I had a list of things I started that we needed to discuss from last week's episode. Um, We had talked about... Where is it? Um, 
we talked about i said i needed to watch fear street i have now watched that we also need to discuss that we made a joke about kanye's album never coming out and it is now out i know so that was a fun time yeah when i was listening to it i heard that and i was laughing but his album did come out but it wasn't very good Mm. i go back to it every once in a while and like there's some songs that are growing on me but yeah the first time i listened to it i was like bored it's not like yay like yay i listen to on Ugh. repeat for like i still do <laughs> yeah yeah little nas x's new album is very good i don't That's know what you said i need to, to sit down and i 10 out of 10 recommend 10 out of 10 yeah i, um, I just saw his tiktok on my for you page he's got a about it. tiktok yeah so it's been fun Okay, are you ready to learn everything about Gabby Petito? Are we talking about our snacks? Oh, yeah. Sorry, what's your snack? I've already been eating mine. No, you go first. Oh, mine is a modification of my chocolate chip cookie that I make, where there's more brown sugar and a little bit more, and there's some cinnamon in it. And then I have, like, a brown sugar frosting on top because (sighs) in an attempt to make, like, a fall cookie i I was just telling my mom that i was like you know what i miss most about connor and she said what and i said i could just ask him to bake anything for me and he would (laughs) (laughs) like i'd be like try to do this and then you would try it and it was always good because i don't bake so i love baking so i have to resort to this ew your favorite cookies (laughs) That's, I am so ashamed. Mmm. Mmm. My awful. snack is the best cookies ever. No. I don't even know what they're called. They're the nasty ass sugar cookies you buy at like Walmart. They're good. They're the frosted sugar cookies from Walmart. This one has orange frosting with fall For sprinkles. For Halloween. So, yes. They just came out with Pokemon Oreos. Ooh, for why? For the anniversary What's the publicity of Pokemon there? or something. Or for the Did new Did I ever game. tell you about how Pokemon, I cried during Pokemon? Yes. We've yeah. talked about it on the podcast, I'm pretty sure. Have we? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because remember. Stupid, that bitch May. <laughs> Not my Pokemon trainer. I thought I you had a crush her. on May. No, Misty. No, Misty, Misty, Misty. <laughs> yeah. I remember we watched it at the village. You're like, I cry during Pokemon. And I was like, okay. And so we watched that episode and you cried again. Yeah. But it's okay. Um, um, I've also been doing a lot of soul searching and I have realized that I used to think I wasn't like a petty person, but I 100% am the pettiest person I know. Yeah. I could have told you that. Oh. You never asked. Well, why that. didn't you? Because you never asked. I thought it went without asking. Anyways, we're going to discuss Gabby Petito. Yes. I have a lot of information. I'm ready. Spoiler alert, this does end in tragedy. Gabby Petito was, or should I say, human remains matching the description of Gabby Petito were found 
um, at this campground. Let me Today. get the name of the campground. Today, we're recording this Sunday night. And the Grand Tits. Don't. <laughs> what? Yeah. The Tetons. Yep. The Grand the grand Titties. Um, where? So, the name of the. What the fuck? The Grand where Tetons in it? Wyoming. Oh, I found it. And no, the Grand Tetons, but there was a campground. It was in the Spread Creek Dispersed Camping Area. The Spread Creek there. in the Grand Tits? Dispersed. Oh. <laughs> Spread Creek. Wait, you're right. Spread Creek Dispersed Camping Area. Yeah. That's funny. So that is fun. Um, so, but we're going to talk about all the events that led up to this and her... Um, disappearance and things that maybe helped come to help find her because my biggest fear actually about this case was that we were going to end up with another Susan Powell that like we still don't know where her body is yeah and while this did end um, in tragedy I am also thankful that there is like closure for her family like Mm -hmm. that there is an end to it rather than just that kind of always wondering. So, um, Gabby Petito um, was 22 years old. Um, and Brian Laundrie... Wait, wait, wait. I, I just want to put a disclaimer. We're not saying that this is a conspiracy. No, this is we not We just wanted to do this because we like true crime, too. And this is what's relevant right now. And, like, we'll talk about why, like, there are things that could... Like, this is a tragedy... But people were so involved in it because I do think that they thought it could be linked to other things that sometimes could be considered a conspiracy. But this actual case is not. Yes. Yeah. So Gabby Petito was 22 years old. Um, she had a fiance who I saw ranging. He was in his early 20s, but I saw 22, 23. Um, and they had been um, engaged to be married and they had kind of been dating for about two years. And then I read up and found out that Gabby and Brian supposedly met in high school in New York. Um, And then his parents moved to Florida. I believe he moved with her to Florida uh, or with his parents to Florida. And they kind of kept in touch. And then after high school, they started dating. And eventually she moved down to Florida with him. Um, So starting out on Gabby's Instagram in March, like the week of like the 20th, Gabby posted on Instagram, her caption was, there was a picture of her and Brian, and it said one whole year's down worth of adventures and stories and a lifetime to go. So we know they've been dating since, like, March 2019. Okay. So then um, I went through, like, all of her Instagram, her and Brian's Instagram, and, like, their stories and everything that they have on their profiles, and found... um, her and Brian, she mentions this in a YouTube video that they posted, had previously gone on a cross-country road trip to, like, California um, in one of her little sedan cars. And so I found out from – she was posting pictures of California back in mid-October 2019. So that's kind of when they went on this trip. And then um, in Gabby's um, YouTube video, she talks about how they really enjoyed that, and but going in a car – was not the most feasible and so that's why they wanted to convert this van to be able to go and road trip together and so 
Um, February 1st, uh, Gabby posted on their TikTok um, about their road trips to California. Um, And then in the first week of December 2020, Brian um, posted about starting to build the van. So that was kind of the first time that he did that. Um, That kind of same week he posted about having just got this new van and all these like plans about it um and he had a picture of a bunch of plants in it so right around the beginning of december is when i'm guessing this idea formed to get this van and then convert it and eventually go on a road trip mm-hmm. um so then the end of may 2020 is when brian's last snapchat of his story is posted that he has on his profile about his van build um and then after that you start seeing pictures of like the van life so that was the beginning of um april or no the beginning of june so it was he posted his van life story of it mostly completed okay and then so then supposedly july 2nd they decided to leave new york um and i was trying to figure out why they were in new york and supposedly they were up in new york for gabby's brother's graduation okay so they were there so that's why they're and then they were leaving new york to go on like four months trip to go to all the national parks then what's crazy to me is they did take the most like random path because so they left supposedly on july 2nd and then july 4th gabby and brian both make a post at monument rocks in kansas um and they both kind of have these like super weird captions but ultimately, if you think about it, they went from New York to Kansas. And then, um, that was July 4th. July 8th, Gabby then posts a photo with, with an emoji caption of them. And she tags Colorado Springs. So they've gone New York, Kansas, Colorado. That's weird. Which in my brain, I'm like, there's a lot of parks in between here and there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So whatever. They can do whatever they want. So then July 10th, they both, they both post and tag the Great Sand Dunes in their location in Colorado. Okay. So they're now in Colorado. Um, they have some other posts from there. So that was the 10th. July 11th, Gabby then posts again and says, last day in Colorado with an arrow to Utah. Okay. So they're supposedly headed to Utah. So then from Colorado... They head to Zion National Park. This is all in this year or 2020? This is all 2021. Okay. So this is all in the past few months. So July 16th, they post, or July 11th, they post last day in Colorado. July 16th, they then post um, that they are staying in Zion National Park. Like okay. that's their tagged location. So they are now in southern Utah, which in my brain, if they went to the... Um, Zion National Park, they would have come like highway or interstate like 70 down through like Moab kind of area, southern Utah. Um, so then what's super weird about that is they keep posting they're in Zion National Park for a while. So that was July 16th as the first post. July 17th, they post Brian posts about being in the mountains. July 18th, they both post twice on their um, Instagrams. Um, about being in Utah and all of the Zion National Park. So July 21st, they both post um, and tag the Narrows, which is an 
area in Zion. Zion. So July 22nd, they um, both post again. So July 21st, actually, Brian posted from the Narrows, which Gabby had posted from the other day, and Gabby posted from Bryce Canyon. Okay. Which is um, further north than Zion, kind of on their way up I-15. Um, but then, so then the next day, they both post from Bryce Canyon again. So somewhere in there, they went from Zion to Bryce Canyon. They're still in Utah. Um, and then July 20th, what? Nothing. I'll let you keep going. No, what did you say? I said, then didn't they go back to Moab? Yeah, so that's what's super weird to me. Um, so the July 23rd, they press from Bryce Canyon. And the 24th, Brian also posts from Bryce Canyon. Um, July 26th, Gabby then posts from Monroe Hot Springs, which is about two and a half hours north of St. George and about two hours away from Provo. Okay. So in my mind, this is what I picture they're, them doing. They come from Colorado. They go down Interstate 70, kind of through Moab, and then go to Zion. And then they're kind of coming up the I-15 because Bryce Canyon's kind of further north on the I-15. Um, and then you get to Monroe, which is in between St. George and Provo. But then on the 29th, they then tagged the Canyonlands, which is in Moab, which is back on its way towards Colorado. So like, I don't know so who's do we think trip. they did that, or do you think they went to Moab first but didn't post pictures until later? And so that's kind of the vibe I was getting when I was going through everything. As I was like, I don't even know what to believe in this timeline because they would post, and it like to me it kind of blows my mind that so they left July second, and then they post from Zion. Um, they got to Colorado on when did she post so they left the second they got to colorado she tagged on the eighth and in between there they also stopped at the monument park in kansas so they had so you're thinking okay maybe a day in a national park so they're there july 4th they uh or july 8th they get to colorado and then they are leaving um july 12th to go to utah and then they're in utah for forever yeah like july 12th through well, science is big so i get that like there's a lot of hikes like you yeah, can spend but... multiple days there yes and so they just like i feel like they crossed most of the country in like four days yeah and then they're in utah for like three weeks but like i said i don't know what they were planning so they're tagging from Canyon. So I don't know if they like went to Moab first and then Zion and then they're just not posting about, but they both are posting about Moab at the same time. So I don't know if they're coordinating. And like sometimes I got vibes that I, I was like, other than them usually posting kind of very different captions. And on my mind, I almost saw that it looked like Gabby was almost running both of their Instagrams. Mm. I don't know. That's something that I could kind of see them probably doing or, like, her creating the post. But, again, I don't know. That's all speculation. So then the end of July, July 29th, 30th, 31st, they're attacking Canyonlands all in Moab. Okay. And then um, July 12th, they post. Gabby does, like, a really kind of longer post about Arches National Park, which is also in Moab. 
Um, and so she kind of does this long one about their hiking on Monday. So it sounded like they had been there. I believe the 12th was like a Friday or something. And she was talking about hiking on a Monday. So it sounds like they were in Moab that week previous. Okay. So then outside of Moab, the August 12th is also that same day, if you've been watching the news, that they had the run-in with the police officers. Yeah. Um, and so I watched like the whole like hour and a half of... Body cam. Footage. body cam footage and it was really interesting because like paraphrasing everything there ultimately was like an altercation outside um of i believe it was called it was like i don't know there was some cafe that they were at there was some kind of altercation between them that they were at that they kind of got into an argument Brian was trying to, like, lock her out of the car, and so she was mad about it. And so she kind of, like, reached for the keys and kind of scratched him. She pushed pushed him away. Um, and so people called the police on it. And so they – there's an officer that ultimately they, – they get pulled over because Gabby – or Brian was driving the van, and he was going, like, 45 miles an hour in a 15-mile zone, like, just inside the park. So they were just inside, like, um, Arches National Park or something. And so he gets pulled over, and as they could pulled over, he, like, ran into the curb. Mm-hmm. And so the officer's like, are they into- – like, is he intoxicated? Yeah. Like, why the hell is he hitting your curb? So they get up. The guy – the officer walks up, and, like, they're kind of, like, really nice to the officer. But, like, Gabby's pretty much holding back tears. And then he's kind of like, what's going on? And she, like, starts sobbing. So he kind of, like – He's like, hey, step out of the vehicle and asks Brian to stay in the car, takes her out. Um, he talks to her and is like, what's going on? And she's like, she admits that she has like OCD. And so um, she was like trying to clean things earlier. And then she was like really mean. So they've been fighting all morning. Um, and then she admits that um, she had like kind of been like punching him. But, like, she was, like, doing the imitation, and it was kind of more, like, you're going to fight, and you're, like, oh, you're so stupid, and was, like, kind of hitting him, mm-hmm. not, like, trying to hurt him in any way. So the officer's, like, okay, like, it's really hot out here. Why don't you go kind of, like, separate you guys? You go sit in the back of my car where there's AC, and then, like, let me talk to Brian, too. So she's, like, okay. She goes and sits in the back of the car, the truck car or the cop car. Brian gets out, and he's, like, okay, tell me what happened. Brian said um, kind of his version of events kind of matches what the person um who called in the domestic dispute said he was like we were at this cafe all morning from like nine to three um and then like i was like moving things in the back and that and i was like kind of making a mess and she got really upset and so then we started fighting all this different stuff and he so then he admitted to kind of like pushing off of her like pushing her away like to get space or whatever and then um, he was like, she tried to grab things. And the officer noticed he had like a couple scratches on his face, whatever. So he was like, did she like scratch you? And he was like, no. Like she was like, I think she scratched me. Like she was trying to reach for the keys. But, and so then he goes back and talks to Gabby and was like, what happened? And she was like, oh yeah, like I probably was like hitting him. Um, that kind of thing. But then what's super weird was the officer asked Brian about why he hit the curb. And he said Gabby grabbed the steering wheel. He was like, oh, she grabbed it. And the officer was like, it was actually really funny because he was like, okay, then what about the speed? Did she grab the pedal from you too? (laughs) He was like, no. like, And then he was also, I don't know, he was like nice, but then he was like, 
oh, like, seeing the lights on your car, like, made me really nervous, so, like, I sped up. And the officer was like, okay, but no, because I, it took me a while to, like, catch up to you. And then he just tried to play it off, and he was like, oh, if I was speeding before that, like, I'm just sorry. Like, I'm sorry. That, and the officer's like, whatever. But, so then he, he talks to Gabby, and Gabby's like, I never grabbed the steering wheel, but, like, I did hit him. I was like, you're so stupid. Now we're getting pulled over kind of thing. Like, and so from all this story, and because Brian had a few scratches on him, the officers, then the officers, like, get together, and they're all talking, and they're like, in this situation, it kind of matches what the people were calling in, and it's, like, in a way because Brian had scratches on him and Gabby didn't he was kind of like the victim in this situation because they're like they're the stories kind of match up whatever but they're also like she it didn't sound like she was like trying to like really hurt him it was just like and Brian was like oh we've been on the road together he told the officers they've been on the road together for like several months even though it's only been a couple weeks so I don't whatever so, like, he has, like, these weird lies or whatever. But so then ultimately the officers decide just to separate him for the night. He's like, okay, like, I'm not going to, like, charge you with anything because I don't think you were, like, trying to hurt him. But I am going to recommend that he, like, because Brian, again, was, like, the victim. He got this, like, hotel that he could go through through this weird chain of people. And Gabby got to keep the van. So okay. he was like, and then he gave Gabby like a place. He's like, if you go here, you can get a shower for like $5. Like, I just recommend you go like call your family. Like you guys have probably just been together for so long and like little things have built up. Go ahead and just like calm down, whatever. Yeah. Take the night. And then again, he so then, so then Brian got into his car and there's a little bit of him and Brian talking. Um, and so the officer's kind of talking and, um to brian and he's like yeah my wife has really bad anxiety and sometimes like she just needs a break and just go take a really long shower and things are usually better afterwards so he's like i can't like enforce that you stay separate or like don't contact each other tonight like don't even like call each other just take a break but like you kind of have your own ability to yeah um so then that's kind of the end of the whole body cam footage so you're thinking okay in this situation like i don't know it's all just seemed like yeah it was all these little things that kind of built up and they've just been arguing a lot yeah um but what's interesting is that same day because of all of it that is the day that she posts like two really long instagram posts so it does sound like they probably were at like a cafe for those six hours and all that different thing um so then august 13th the day after this um brian posts from arches national park he does a post tags he actually makes two posts and they're like kind of weird where he's po- po- like posting about packaging not being biodegradable and then he's like humans are primates chimpanzees share 98.8% of DNA with humans like just kind of some weird stuff um so then everything's radio silent and then the next um post that we have from Gabby is August 19th and she posted, but she didn't tag a location. She just has some emojis of, like, mountains. And then she talks about being in the park and all this different stuff. But what is not corroborated by anything, like, police haven't come out and said anything about it. But according to Gabby's uncle's Facebook, um, Brian flew home from 
Utah to Florida from August 17th to August 23rd. Um, and it's speculated that he was there moving, some people say his and Gabby's stuff out of his parents' house, and some say just Gabby's stuff out of his house. Okay. So people, some people are thinking, did they like break up? And so he is like, okay, I'm going to fly home and like kind of clear things out or are they just taking a break um because during this time then the last so then he's there from the 23rd to the 24th technically he flew back and august 24th is the last time that gabby is seen in public as um she is checking out of the fairfield inn and suites which is by the salt lake airport so if he did fly home it makes sense that she's probably at an, a hotel close to the airport um which is why i included that even though it's not part of like the official yeah story it would make sense and so then really gabby's been there for almost a week um if not more because really they haven't posted anything since the 13th um so 10-ish days they could have been in salt lake um trying to rewind and then august 25th um Gabby posts another picture with no location tag and just says happy Halloween with emojis. And then this picture is one that people have like looked into because they don't think Gabby necessarily posted it because in it, it looks like it's an old photo because her hair is like freshly done. It's like super blonde where in her photos before, like she has a good several inches of like brown hair in her roots. Cause I mean, they've been on the road for almost two months at this Mm -hmm. point. So people don't think it's her. Um, but then, and so like, I believe that too. But then I was like, maybe she did get her hair done if she yeah, was if she's at a hotel for a, week. for a week. But yeah, so that's all kind of up in the air too. And then August 29th is where the TikTok user Miranda Baker, her page is Miranda Baker underscore, gets on TikTok. She says that she and her boyfriend picked up Brian outside of Coulter Bay at 5.44 p.m. Um, and he asked her and her boyfriend to give him a ride to Jackson, Wyoming. And he was going to pay them $200. Yep, he offered them $200. Um, and he told her that he they, he had been camping for several days without his fiance. She said that he'd never mentioned her name, just that he had a fiance, and that she was with their van and working on their social media. Um... And then he, she said that as they were driving, she was like, oh, yeah, we're headed down to Jackson Hole. And when she said that, he got really agitated about it and was like, I'm, I'll just, like, just let me out. And then she said she didn't really know why he got agitated um, because Jackson Hole is, like, the name of it. But people just call it Jackson. So she didn't know if maybe he thought she was going to a different location. But anyways, so he's kind of like, no, I'll let me out. Like, I'll get a ride from someone else, whatever. So they let him out at the Jackson Bridge, which is further south of Coulter Bay at 609. He kind of said he kind of like was nice, but like hurried out of the car and said he'd find a different ride from someone. Um, She mentioned that he had um, like boots on and a little bit of scruff, but that because he had said he'd been camping for a week without he wasn't dirty at all like you'd expect she's like he didn't smell he didn't there was no and i found it interesting um about that because he would always post so much about barefoot hiking 
Um, but yet his had boots on. Red flag number so, one. Honestly, weird. But um, so like that was super interesting. And she, the other things that she was confused about is like putting that whole story together. He had told her that he had been hi- they were hiking up at the Snake River, which is north of Coulter Bay. And so she doesn't know why he was wanting to go south to Jackson when supposedly his fiance and their van were up on the Snake River north. So interesting there, but she had contacted the FBI authorities and told them all of that. So then the next thing is August 30th is supposedly the last time her family received a text from Gabby. And all it said was no service in Yosemite which makes absolutely no sense because they were in Wyoming. Yeah. Like, Yosemite is in California, and they just spent a month in Utah. Did she mean Yellowstone? That's what I don't know. Like, it would make no sense. So, but at the same time, in my brain, as if something had happened and you were trying to make a cover for yourself... And you were thinking Yellowstone, and you were just like, I gotta shoot off a text and be like, that's why I'm not. You, it would be really easy to. And it, but it's also a weird text to send because if you don't have service, why send a text saying no service in Yosemite when normally, like, I think about me, I'd wait until I got service and been like, hey, sorry, I didn't have service. Like, it's just kind of a weird text. Whatever. Or maybe it was like, hey, I'm going to Yosemite and I'm not going to have service. But so random. Yeah. So random. Because the drive the drive from Provo to LA was nine hours. So from getting to anywhere in California from Wyoming would at least be Beautiful. ten hours. You're gonna have service along the way. Yeah. And again, they just spent a month in Utah and I don't think I don't know, maybe they only spent were planning on spending a day. Anyways. So that was August 30th, the last text from Gabby. So two days later, September 1st, Brian arrives with the van to his parents' house in Florida. <sighs> without Gabby. Just without Not her. Not suspicious. I don't know what the hell I don't know what the hell was... he was thinking. Like, And he it doesn't blows even just mind. show up without her. He shows up without her. And immediately hires a lawyer. And immediately hires a lawyer. And doesn't Not talk even on, like, to anyone. Couldn't even like come up with an excuse like, hey, we got into a fight. She decided to stay in Salt Lake. Hey, we got into a fight. She decided to stay in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Hey, we got into a fight. She said they were in Yosemite. Hey, we got into a fight and she decided to stay in California. Like, nothing. Just shows up without her. What? No content. I just... If you're going to be a murderer... Be smart. Be smart. Don't just, murder people if you're dumb. Well, don't murder people, period. But Crazy. <laughs> it just, I can't. And so then on top of that, so from the sounds of it, so he arrives September 1st. What the hell his family's doing? Don't know. Because it takes another 10 days then for like probably Gabby's family in new york to realize um, we haven't heard from her you you're back in florida without our daughter and then so then finally september 11th gabby's declare call the police and declare her missing 
blows my mind. So Brian's had two week, like a week, ten days to, to come up with what, a story. sit around Florida, and yeah, he could come up. He could have the most elaborate alibi. He could come up. No, but instead, he lawyers up and just says, "I will not be giving any statements." Like, way to put a target on your back and way to say, "Hello, I am guilty." <laughs> Literally. So September fifteenth. Brian is named a person of interest. No shit. In Gabby's disappearance, which As again is not a suspect, so police are saying he knows something about her disappearance. Not that they think it's a homicide and that he's responsible, but he knows something. September seventeenth, Brian's parents call the FBI and say, "Hey, come to our house. We haven't seen him since the fourteenth." <laughs> So he's hiding. My, so they say he went on a hike to the woods in his favorite spot and he hasn't come back. My bullshit brain, conspiracy brain, is like, no, they've had two weeks to discuss this. They somehow got him money and like he's out of the country. He's, he's hiding, yeah. He's hiding. Because as of today, they've searched every freaking square inch of where he supposedly went yeah. hiking. And, and it's just not there. Oh, it just, I cannot. So that was the seventeenth. September eighteenth. By the way, today is September nineteenth. Today is the nineteenth. So this was two days ago. Brian has been missing. So September eighteenth, they are searching Grant. The police say they are searching Grand Teton National Park, specifically that Spread Creek dispersed camping area. Um, and then that same day, Gabby's parents released a statement through their lawyer saying. All of Gabby's family want the world to know that Brian is not missing. He is hiding. Gabby is missing. Yes. Which I think is the most perfect response they could have. They're like, Gabby is the victim. Gabby's the one yeah. we don't know where it is. He's Brian not. decided to walk off because he's being... Because he killed her. Whatever. Absolute insanity. So then that same night, September 18th, actually YouTubers post on YouTube um, called the Red, White, and Bethune that they found, like, they were recording. They were up in the Grand Tetons. That's the end of August, the 27th. And they were going through this, the campground, the Spread Creek Dispersed Camping Area. And they were recording it um, for their YouTube channel, and they actually caught um, Gabby's van in their video. And they said they kind of like picked up on it because they had Florida license plates and they were maybe going to stop and say hi, but no one was in there and they didn't really think of anything until they were editing their video again. Um, but then they had contacted the police and you can go onto their channel and look at it as well. It's crazy. He's, the van's just like parked on the side of the road. It's like, kind, yeah, it's just like right there. Whatever. So then September 19th today... It was released that human remains were discovered in the Grand Tetons near this campground of a subject matching the description of Gabby. They released that full forensic identification hasn't been completed yet, like the autopsy, the cause of death, all that kind of things haven't been determined. So my my question is, so is it like a body or is it like bones or is it like 
a body that's chopped up? Is that why they don't know it's her? Like, is she unrecognizable? Like, so that's the thing is I don't know. They haven't released that information yet. I'm guessing from what everything that the FBI was saying, they are pretty sure that it's Gabby. But because if they came out and said we found Gabby and then do forensic tests, yeah, they have and to it's not her somehow, then that would be devastating for them. So I think, jeez, I thought you were on Do Not Disturb. Um. So then, my thought process is, they probably know it's her, but they have to just be definitive. Yeah. So I'm guessing they found a body. It's probably starting to decompose. It's been three weeks. It's been rainy and cold, at least here in Spokane. So I'm guessing there's weather elements to it, all that kind of thing. So she's probably not the most recognizable, but it's probably a female matching her description with like blonde hair kind of thing. That kind of thing. So it blows my mind. So there are two things that I want to share really quickly um, about like the kind of I one of the re- two reasons I think that this really exploded um TikTok. one was TikTok but two one of them was people were then connecting this Brian and Gabby's disappearance and Brian being so suspicious with a double homicide that happened in Moab around the same time that they were in Moab so do you remember hearing about the newlywed couple, Kylan Schultz and Crystal Turner, um, that were killed in Moab, beginning no. of August? No. So they were um, two women that had recently been married who lived and worked in Moab. Um, in August 13th, if you remember, uh, Gabby and Brian had their run-in with the police officers August 12th. Mm-hmm. August 13th... Um, Kylan and Crystal were also in Moab and they were having a conversation with their friends saying that there was a really weird guy um, that was camping near them and they were giving him really off like weird vibes and so they were thinking about moving their campsite where they were also living in a converted van. So, and then um, they were found two days later or like three days later um Oh, nope, sorry. It was August 28th that they were found. Uh, But they hadn't been seen for those two weeks. They were found um, off kind of near their campsite, but they were both shot to death. Jeez. Um, So people were saying that because they had kind of told their friends right around this time that there was a really weird guy hanging around them, that they weren't super comfortable, that they were maybe going to move their campsite, that they were like, what if this person was Brian? Like what if this person or like what if somehow they're connected Mm -hmm. um in this case it like really shook the people of moab and like some people in utah too because afterwards like they like found these bodies and then the grand county sheriff like released a statement saying hey there's no reason to be worried like everyone's safe but they didn't have any suspects for this murder so like the people of moab were like what do you mean it's safe like someone just killed these two women and like you don't have any lead. You don't have any suspects, so, but we're not supposed to be worried about it. So, and then there was, like, a huge debate on, like, was it a hate crime because they were LGBTQ um, and all that different stuff. But 
this became such a prevalent like thought process that the Grand County Sheriff's Office actually released a statement saying it has been it has been determined that the Gabby Petito missing persons case is not related to the double homicide case involving Crystal Turner and Kylan Schultz. So with TikTok and social media, I think it was interesting that information got out so fast, but then like people were trying to like connect it. And so you were really drawing in people from like all over the country. It wasn't just people, but there were people in Utah that were like, maybe these are connected, all that kind of thing. Um, and then the other kind of conspiracy thing was that there's this like, so I actually saw it on TikTok a couple of months ago, but it was brought back up that there's like this strip of Yellowstone National Park um, that's in like white, like Yellowstone County or something that's like in Wyoming County, but it's actually in the state of Idaho too. Okay. Um, and so in the Constitution, it says that you have to be tried for like if you were to go to trial for murder you have a right to a jury of your peers from, like, the same county and state jurisdiction. So there's this little strip in Wyoming, Yellowstone National Park, that because it's in, like, a Wyoming county, but in the state of Idaho, that people have speculated that if you were to murder someone there, you would technically get away with it because no one lives there to be on a jury. So it's kind of like... So I saw this on TikTok forever ago, and then it kind of resurfaced with Gabby because literally just north of Grand Tetons is Yellowstone National Park. And they were on the northern end of the Grand Tetons. And so people were like, what if he saw something like this on TikTok and was like, this is my opportunity and like a way to get rid of her. So that was another conspiracy that people were circling around in all aspects. I think people were like, he is guilty. He did something. It's always the boyfriend or always the husband. Just... Oh, I have statistics. You ready for some statistics? Yeah. <laughs> so I looked up domestic violence violence statistics, and here are some that I took directly from the website on National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. It says nearly 20 people per minute in the United States are ab- abused by a domestic partner. Mm-hmm. One in four women and one in nine men experience domestic violence. This can include physical violence, sexual violence, stalking, or contracting STDs and developing post-traumatic stress disorder. Mm-hmm. And then one in three women and one in four men experience physical violence, whether or not you would consider it physical violence, kind of like in the case of the dispute in Moab with Gabby and Brian, like slapping, pushing, um, or scratching. One in seven women and one in 25 men have been injured by an intimate partner. And one in 10 women have been raped by an intimate partner blows my mind then we continue on one in four women and one in seven men have been a victim of severe violence meaning beating burning or strangling by an intimate partner one in four and one in seven. Oh my gosh i like i would be more shocked about this these statistics this but with now? my job i literally more than half of my cases are domestic violence like i just got it, one on friday that was awful like actually Ugh, awful it and it makes me sick hurts. to my stomach and i read police reports all day about people beating the crap out of each other and it just makes me so sad i can't cannot do it yes because so you would see this too as there are typically twenty thousand calls placed about domestic violence to hotlines every day mm-hmm. so i'm sure you see a lot of that stuff 
and the presence of a gun in a domestic violence dispute increases the risk of homicide by 500 percent 500 and then this one blows my mind one in five women and one in 71 men have been raped in their lifetime one in five which i mean one in seven men like crazy number but one in five women statistically no and then 72 percent of all murder suicides involve an intimate partner and 94 percent of those victims are female blows my mind blows my mind so resources for that there is you can call a 1-800 number it's 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233 you can also chat with someone on thehotline.org or text start to 88788 but then what's crazy is that website's like just a reminder, internet history cannot be completely destroyed, so be careful when you're accessing this yeah, information. No. When I of- have to talk to victims of domestic violence, like we have these packets that we can give to people that have resources. Because if you're a victim of domestic violence, you get access to free therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are obviously resources that I like to give to people. Um, but if they're living in the same home as whoever the aggressor is, like, I can't give them the packet because it's like, if the aggressor were to get a hold of it, he would know where the shelters are. He would know, or she, because girls can be aggressors too, but they can know like where the shelters are, where this is like, and so I can only give them that packet if they're like not living with the aggressor anymore, but it's just... There's so many resources and it just hurts me. It makes me sick. It makes me sick because a lot of these people, it takes it to get really, really, really bad where you're like almost dead until they are like, okay, maybe I should get out. A lot of people just deal with it because one, they don't see anything wrong or two, they're in love with this person or three, they don't have any other supports like that person is their support or is their family and so a lot of people just don't feel like they could get out um but there's so many resources there's therapy there's shelters that people can take advantage of to get out of those situations it's just ugh. it just makes me so sad but like i even just think about like that police officer that kind of i mean ultimately it was like throw gabby in prison for the night or whatever but like at the same time like he was kind of like no like they're probably fine like and like yeah but you you can't if oh i know i was not blaming that man at all do anything no and it's i'm not blaming him at all but i just am thinking about like how sick would he maybe feel knowing that now something's happened to her because, yeah. like, I would think, I would be thinking I should have done something more, but there was nothing more he could There's have done. There's nothing he could have done. And it's just, like, I saw a lot of people posting on, like, as I was going over all of their social media, people being, like, you can't necessarily trust social media, too. True. Because, like, on social media, they were, like, couple goals. They were in this little van traveling. Yeah. Doing all this it different stuff. It could have stuff. been like this for the whole relationship. Yeah, we don't know. 
But then what makes me so mad is I just hope they find Brian now so that we can get so answers. Can so that Gabby's family can get answers of like. Yeah. And I my thing know. is like usually I give people the benefit of the doubt because it's like. I I mean, I actually don't know if I'm innocent until proven guilty or guilty until proven innocent because there's some people where, like, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt and not assume that they're all murderers. But, like, just based on his actions thus far, I'm like, you're guilty. Like, you show up without your fiancé, do not talk to anyone, hire an attorney, do not talk to anyone, and then just disappear like, what yeah. else are we supposed to think? I just... Well, like, if you have I, nothing to hide, you would be honest and be like, hey. Oh, 100%. And so I think... Because I consider myself a very empathetic person. And honestly, doing a lot of this research, I was like... Kind of like during the whole like body cam footage with like um, the police officers, I totally understood them. I was like, in that in that situation she was almost the aggressor she yeah. was the one like coming at him and so in my brain i was like maybe something happened and he didn't do anything but then looking back you also so then i was like maybe he didn't kill her but like even if he didn't kill her no one would leave a loved one behind and drive clear across the country without notifying someone yeah like, if he had killed like, her on accident, like, self-defense, something happened, or she died because of something. Like, Self-defense, you, you call. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, like, especially with that body cam footage and that just happening, someone would probably believe self-defense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you just had to run in with police officers where they pretty much told you, in this situation, like, we could maybe charge her, then you could call and say, hey, like, I this happened in self-defense. But no, you can't just drive across the country and like not call family like he didn't even like call someone and was like hey like we broke up and she decided to stay and i'm bringing the van back yeah like there's no communication there's no like if he had done any of that you could be like okay maybe something happened maybe Mm -hmm. they did have a fight he left she stayed and then something happened yeah but like his actions of just appearing in florida two days later into a grave yeah so there is no doubt in my mind that he did something now. Oh, for sure. He killed her. <gasps> and it is so sad. But it has been my obsession for the past several days. I know. And I just want to talk, because, like, I was talking to um, some family friends about it today. And they were like, well, what is so, like, special about this case? Like, people go missing and people are murdered all the time. Like, why is this one national news? And I honestly think it's because of TikTok. I think because people got so invested with, like, stalking Instagram and stuff like that, I think that's why it's kind of been so widespread. Well, and there, there's a lot that I think played into it. One... She was a young blonde girl. Like, and I mean, they've talked about this in true crime podcasts that like, that doesn't mean that she isn't deserving of this attention. Mm -hmm. But like, if this was probably an African-American, they probably wouldn't have gotten as much coverage. That's just kind of like a statistic fact. I am so glad it did get the coverage it did. Um, But then also like, it was 
they were like documenting their trip so meticulously That's with true. so many posts that it was like so easy to see something happened at this yeah. time period. And then on top of it, TikTok. And then also on top of it, there's a lot of times people go missing. But I feel like the FBI doesn't get involved because state lines are not always crossed. That's true. Where this started with so many states states. involved that, like, FBI was there first thing. Like, a lot of times you hear, like, people, they do a search for a month before they call the FBI and say, we need help. Yeah. And so then on top of that, and then on top of that, I think, like, we are in a day and age where true crime is so, people love that. And so, like, with seeing something like this involved, you get so many people that want to help. Yeah. That, like you said, there are so many people. And then you have that one person that's so, like, into true crime. You hear about this case and they're talking about it on TikTok. And it helps this girl say, oh, hey, I recognize that guy. I picked him up. Yeah. In people just the Grand start Teton. talking and. So I think there. it's amazing. I think it's. No, I think and it's super. As cool. sad as I am that she was found deceased i am like so happy she was found yeah because it gives the family closure yeah because not knowing where they are is way worse but yeah that's so it's a lot it's a lot and it makes me sad it makes me so sad like what's the point they but they have been dating for two years you don't know anyone. You don't. You can't trust anyone. You can't. I was telling my friend today that um, he, if he ever decides to become a murderer or a serial killer, that he should kill me first. <laughs> Just because Why? I'm like, if you don't, I will find out that it is you and I will turn you in. And he told me that if I was a murderer or a serial killer, he would not turn me into the police. And so I said, you wouldn't. If I came to you and was like, I killed this person, you wouldn't call the cops. And he said, no, you can confide in me. And I said, you're crazy. And I said, I would would turn on anyone. I would turn on anyone. I have told my mom. I was like, if you murdered someone, even on accident, I would still call the cops on you. Yeah. Own your shit. Own it. Like, sorry you got caught. Bye, bitch. And especially like trying to cover anything up is just going to make it worse for everyone. Yeah. Forever. I'm not going to jail for covering your ass. Go to jail. Because honestly, have you seen how many people go to jail for murder and then they're out in 10 years? Like, don't don't get me started. So own your shit. If you're going to kill someone, own it. Own it. Don't kill anyone. That's not what I'm saying. Don't kill anyone. Don't murder anyone, please. Have you seen the TikTok that was like, would you turn in your coworkers who haven't been vaccinated for $200,000? You sent that one to (laughs) me. Did I send you the one and it's the girl being like, I would turn him in for a bag of flaming yeah. hot Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> I was Not playing two hundred thousand dollars. I was playing a game today where it's called like bad choices or something. And there's like just a bunch of questions and you have to ask someone directly. And the point of the game is to get rid of all your cards. And to get rid of it, you have to ask someone and they'll say yes, like they've done it or they would do it. And mm-hmm. then you can discard it. And so a lot of them had to do with, like, money. And it was like, would you do this for this amount of money? Would you do this? And, like, I every time I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, would you let someone suck on your toe for $500? And I was like, I'd do it for 20 
I would do it for a dime. <laughs> like, eh, I'll do anything for money. Money. Money's money. Time is money. Or one of them was like, would you sacrifice your family so that you could live in a zombie apocalypse? And they thought no. I was going to say no. Or they thought I was going to say yes. And I was like, no, I'd kill myself. Like, why would I want to live in a zombie apocalypse? You're like, here's the thing. I'd sacrifice my family and then kill myself so none of us have to live through a zombie apocalypse. Because I said, I said no at first. And they're like, oh, that's so sweet. You would want to save us. I'm like, no, I just don't. I don't want to live. Like. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That was another thing. Trend on TikTok for a while. That I was like, how is it taking so long for people to realize? Like, who wants to live during a zombie apocalypse? I no hate one. those. That's why those movies piss me off. And I'm like, I would be dead day one. If I knew zombies were infesting the earth, boom, gun to my head, dead. Like, what's the even point? I would what's run into the zombies. Because, except for, what if that means no, you have to No, that's true. I don't want to turn zombie. into a zombie. I would just kill myself. I would kill myself, yeah. Which, like, I don't recommend suicide, but in that situation, I would. <laughs> If there was an actual zombie apocalypse, I would support it. I would support suicide. That's so bad. <laughs> Only in that situation. Only in that situation. Because, like, yeah, you survive the zombie apocalypse. Then what? You have to restart all of society? No one's going to want then... my communist way of living. They would kill me. <laughs> They'd be like, kill the commie. So either way I'm dying, might as well die earlier without the trauma. Yeah. And, that, and, like, what's to say that you don't live for, like, two years and then you die? Like, what's the or point? Or they're, like, repopulate the earth and you're stuck with some ugly-ass people. Ugh. Or your family. You would have to have sex with your brother or sister or cousin. Ew. Now we're getting biblical. True. That's Jesus. what I want to know. What? Did... Yes. At- I hate it. I can't think about it. How else would... Here's the thing. God already made two people. Why couldn't he just make a couple extra ones? Maybe he did. We can ask God. Oh, wait. We can't because we'll never see him. God's given up. I almost said because God's not real, but that's not true. God is real. <laughs> and he's his name is Ariana Grande. Do you remember Grande. in high school? <laughs> Do you remember in high school when that when that one movie came out and everyone would always send you messages and say, God's not dead? Oh, yeah. Did you get that? I get a lot of those text messages. I never got text like, messages, but I remember that movie. Oh, you do? No, it was like a thing at the end of the movie to like text your friends that God's not dead. And people would always text me. And just, it would just say, God's not dead. I'm like, cool. That's weird. You had weird friends. No, they weren't even like friends. They were just like... People would send them to their entire contact list. Like the chain messages. Yeah. Oh, I miss those. That's why my life is so shitty now. That is why my life is so shitty. That is why I'm single is because I didn't send the text message. I never forwarded them. I never forwarded them. I only forwarded. years of bad luck. The only ones I forwarded were the ones where it's like, if you don't, this creepy bitch from the well is going to sit on your bed. And I'm like, I'm not playing with that. So I'd send those ones. But the ones that were like, you'll have bad luck or you'll be single forever. I was like, heh. Well, now I'm paying for it. Now we're... So, all you young it's kids, like, th- if chain messages are still a thing, I don't think they are. But if they are, no, send them. Now, the chain messages are now those TikToks that are like, where you have to comment, I claim this energy. Oh, I like, claim all I the energy and all the TikToks. 
It doesn't work that way. <laughs> Unless it, I've been getting a lot where it's, they say my soulmate's name starts with a J and I'm like, absolutely. I do not claim this energy. <gasps> Wait, no, Johnny Avalon Depp. And Jake. <gasps> you could have been claiming that this whole time. Oh no. <laughs> my friend sent me this one that was like the person with this letter initial hates you. And it was a C. But I had already seen that. And it was so funny because the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It was good. So, yeah. Not to make light of the situation, but that's, that's how really we It was really sad, it. so we had to kind of... We had to lighten it up. But, yeah, we'll keep updating you guys um, There's on more. this case. Um, so, thanks for listening, everyone. Sorry this one was a little bit sad. Um, but some t- life is sad, so get over it. Life um, is shit and then you die. Life is shit and then you die, my motto. Um, so, if you enjoy listening to our podcast, which you guys said you missed us on Instagram, so sorry if you didn't. It You have to deal with us anyway, because we're going to record again, hopefully. Um, also, last week was our 50th episode and we didn't even make a big deal about it. That's a lot of episodes. That's a lot of episodes, but it's also been almost two years. <laughs> oh, shit. It has. But anyway, thanks for listening. Um, if you want to listen to us more, keep listening on wherever you're listening on. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Snacks and Tinfoil Hats. You can join our Facebook group, which is Conspiracy Snacks and Tinfoil Hats. Um, we now have a TikTok. We deleted our Twitter and created a TikTok. What's the TikTok, Connor? Snacks and Tinfoil Hats. Snacks and like Tinfoil Hats. I don't think we have anything on there yet, but um, if you have ideas, we are open to them. We'll do all the dances, honestly. Um, <laughs> so maybe we'll start posting on there. Okay, and then <laughs> um, I think I said everything. Oh, our email is cstfhpodcast at gmail.com. Um, like, comment, and subscribe. I don't, that's not how it works on a podcast, but do it. Um, but yeah, that's all I have. If we go missing. And if we go missing. Okay, bye. Bye. Go away. Why? I thought this was effing my nephew. Bitch, it's 9.30. You have school tomorrow. Go to bed. Go to bed. He said, Uncle Connor, do you want to play Fortnite? That's probably why he's calling. (laughs) Cannon, I will f*** you up. (laughs) It's my... How do I put my laptop on Do Not Disturb? You go to the little controls. Cannon, if you're listening to this, if you ever call me this many times again, I will never speak to you again. He'll never play Fortnite with you ever again. Answer it. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not going to answer it. Okay. <laughs> he just really wants to hang out with you. Text me. What the? <laughs> what does he want? Uh, well, 
Here, this... I'll text him. So yeah, you have to give us. Oh my gosh. I just got sent a picture of Bo Burnham at the Emmys, and holy dad, he's I you were so say hot. Dick pic. Oh. You wish now. I wish. Wait. I wish what? Why is he calling? Okay. Dude, I just texted you. What do you want?